You must have had an opinion that was different from your bosses, teammates or clients' views. Has it ever happened to you that you held back from saying it just to avoid confrontation? Or on the contrary, you made your point heard, but expressed yourself a bit differently from what you meant to say? Sometimes we don't realize that what we say and how we say can be taken as an offense by other people. So how to express yourself and not be taken in the wrong way? Hello and welcome, this is the Honestly series and I'm Ariana Mara. The Honestly series is all about enabling entrepreneurs and expertise business owners to maximize their business's performance and potential and be more confident and compromise less on their journey to greatness. In the Honestly series, we talk about business strategies for expertise businesses, methods to increase your business's performance, strategies and techniques to create visibility to accelerate your growth, and the mindset that helps you maintain your motivation and level up when the time comes. Today, I'm talking about ways how you can communicate with your teammates, bosses and clients so they don't take offense in what and how you say. When you have a professional discussion, things can become heated as you both are passionate about your opinions. If you're confident in knowing what you speak about while expressing yourself, it may appear that you are only prepared to accept an opinion similar to yours and no other viewpoint can exist. As if what you communicate is the one and only truth. This may not be the case though. You could just be providing your expert view on the topic, but it comes across differently when you talk about it. However, you say it straightforwardly and it comes across as if it's your way or the highway. Due to the issue with how you may choose to communicate your opinion, Others take offense as if their opinion was disregarded. So let's explore why people may take offense in what you are saying. Perhaps they feel their pride being threatened, especially if they see themselves as a person of substantial knowledge in the field. Or they may have been trying to get their voice heard for a while, and the way you express your opinion at the time just bulldoze their previous attempts, or they could feel that they should already know what you're saying due to their rank, position in the company. In order for you to understand how to express yourself and your opinion without others taking offense, we need to look into the psychology of why people could feel offended. So what can you do? Well, for one, you can come closer. It's important to remember that taking offense to what was said is not about the difference in using two different communication styles. All types of communication styles can work with all the other styles. However, both sides need to be prepared to compromise, to come closer, to come together, for any styles to work together. Therefore, secret number one of non-offensive communication is to start converging to the other person's viewpoint. To reciprocate it, the other person will be inclined to do the same and come a bit closer to your perspective. And the result? The result is that a conversation will take place 
where both parties are heard and can express themselves, rather than neither of you budging from their opinions. Effective communication is based on the capability to find common ground and full or partial consensus. It's like negotiating for a good bargain. You both need to give a little for the sale to take place and both of you want to feel good about the deal. So what ways do you have to do that? Well, it's all in the questions. At least there is a lot in the questions. Secret number two is the use of questions. Often with the use of questions, you can influence the conversation better, isn't it so? For example, when a colleague suggests doing one thing instead of what you think should be done, you could explore why they are telling that solution rather than throttle the idea. Something along the lines of, that's an interesting idea, I haven't thought of that before. How did you arrive at it? And why, why do you think it would work? When you ask questions from the person you're talking to, you're influencing the flow of the conversation and getting a good understanding of the other person's viewpoint and intention. By getting to know their intention, you may be able to hop on their train of thought and present a different viewpoint that may help them get over a deadlock. Now, we, we all know about the praise, criticize, praise feedback sandwich. It is so widely known that often it's just cringeworthy. I would therefore suggest just refraining from using it. What I would recommend using instead is building a connection with the other person. Having a connection will always work better than a false attempt at praising someone. Also remember that expressing your opinion could class as, as you giving feedback. This perception of communication will put the conversation on a different track. What I mean is that taking part in an open and honest chat is much more effective than providing feedback by using the feedback sandwich. In the scope of an honest and open conversation, both parties are interested in the other's opinion and there is an increased chance of coming to a satisfactory solution together. Now let's talk about expressing yourself in, in a team. It is crucial to know how to express yourself when working in a team setting. As we know, one advantage of working in a team is that different personalities and strengths can be combined well. These various traits can be joined up well when the ability to converge towards each other is provided. So when working as part of a team and expressing yourself Try not to forget just to communicate upfront the strengths you bring into the team. Consequently, rather than explode into a conversation with a perhaps contradictory view, provide your credentials, you know, the foundation of your opinion. First, to let others see why you're saying and thinking what you do. You could open up with something like, I work in this field, this is what I've seen and experienced, these are my thoughts followed by being interested in the other person's viewpoint from where they are sitting. And this can result in an effective and constructive chat. It is no different when you are in a leadership position. Expressing yourself without offending others is paramount in that context. And some leaders find it difficult to communicate in a way so that others don't take offense to how they express themselves. 
It is not because their aim is to offend others, but because the leadership style they use in their belief aligns best with their circumstances. I'll give you an example. Suppose they are working with less knowledgeable people about the system or processes. In that case, they frequently need to train newcomers because staff turnover is high. Then their style will reflect this circumstance. So they will define the tasks and accountabilities in detail, as they don't expect the staff to know the whole process other than doing the job. These leaders' communication can often be perceived as less supportive, as they concentrate on what needs to be done. This is just how they got used to leading the team and didn't allow themselves to be sensitive to the team members' feelings to avoid being relied on too much. But yes, there are different leadership styles. Still, we must bear in mind within what circumstances a leader has to maneuver. Additionally, the experiences they live through as these factors to determine their way of directing people. Yet again, the leadership style cannot be viewed as the reason for offending others when expressing yourself. It may happen, just another example, it may happen that a laissez-faire leader that relied on and put their trust too much into the team turned to a very controlling communication style when things go off track. And even though not with intention, they may offend the others. They may feel that they lost control and put the steering wheel into others' hands too early. Then they blame themselves for going easy on their team. What do they do then? They may turn with a negative feeling towards the team members, project their feelings, and have a go at them. We work together with expertise businesses often. So one more aspect I would like to explore is the world of expertise businesses, such as consultancies, and how you can express yourself in that setting. If, if we want to generalize, we may say many consultants appear to be technocrats. They for sure know their stuff well. The consultancy environment is rather harsh, can be judgmental. Consultants need to act fast and be impressive towards the clients. Therefore, they are used to expressing themselves very firmly and to the point without sugarcoating their opinion. Often, consultants appear blunt in their communication. This is the result of them seeing and experiencing different things and being able to see through the clutter. They don't want to cause offense with their style, but want to shake you up, wake you up with their sharp technique to make you step out of your comfort zone. It could appear harsh, at the same time it will make you think, and if the technique is used well, you will be able to get over it within a short time with an awakened mind. So remember to be open to other people's thoughts, Ask questions to explore what they are on about. If there is a mutual intention to work together effectively, even despite differences, we can be efficient and build bridges instead of burning them. So be confident, compromise less, and thank you for listening.